This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. I'm going to find Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we've got Josh. Hey! Uh, let's just start off with SmackDown. Let's just start off with the return of John Cena. It's where the attention's going to go, so let's put some time on it. Yeah. Uh, this, this episode really was all about Cena. And honestly, anytime he does come back, it is kind of important. Important to throw, put shade on him. Yeah, it's, you know, it's always going to be a big attraction. There's a few superstars who can do it, uh, come back and, you know, be the most important part of the show. I don't think he's going to come around and uh, stick around and steal that spotlight for too long. But, you know, once a year ain't bad. Um, plus, I, I think he will be working WrestleMania. Hmm. So, I, I, so it makes sense for him to come back this time of year. Um, I personally think he'll work with, um, our United States champion. Okay. Um, and we'll get the match we were supposed to get at SummerSlam, but at WrestleMania instead. (laughs) Just a little bit later. It, uh, it does make sense. You know, we, we were hinting so much Austin Theory, John Cena stuff. Um, everybody was so convinced we were going to get it. And then we just sort of didn't, and Austin's kind of gone off and done some of his other stuff, but WrestleMania is a good time as any. Yeah, and Austin Theory is a much bigger star now than he was at that point in time. I would, I would say the match he had with Rollins on Monday night was a phenomenal. Um, so yeah, I I want to see it. I want to see the question of is there are they going to pass the torch? Mm-hmm. Here, we can all argue that Ro- Roman Reigns stole that torch three years ago, <laughs> and and there's no torch to pass. But it's like up until his initial retirement, uh, Ric Flair still had a torch. Yeah. So you can sort of like um, duplicate the the torch a few times and hand it out to a few different people and realize you've made a mistake and take it back off them and uh there's there's some torch dynamics yeah um but so yeah Cena's Cena is arguably one of the top 3 stars of all time in the company i i i honestly put him up there with rock and and, and austin mhm because um the reason I do is longevity. That's true. Um while they had a brief three, four year run and they made more money than anybody, so that's the reason they're at the top of our <laughs> arguments. You can't um, fault that. Cena's run was twelve years. Um and he made he made anytime he went into battle he made a person look much better than they were going into it. 
mm-hmm. for the most part. There are some booking decisions that were pretty strange, but um, but for the most part, Cena was the ultimate company guy. If you're, I, I still a phrase from uh, JBL. If mm-hmm. you're going to build a company guy, the blueprint was John Cena. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, uh, this guy has done done it all. He's done everything that WWE has asked him for. He's gone off. He's become a big mega superstar, and he still comes on back and puts over people. Has good matches. Um, you know, never never super complained that we're aware of. Um, you know, hasn't uh, threatened to go to other companies for more money, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as much as I will. Uh, uh, poop on John Cena, the, uh, the character, uh, as a running joke here. Um, you know, you can never fault John Cena, the person. Full stop. I, I will, I will go to bat for John Cena, the person. Um, but John Cena in these later years as well has also been, uh, really useful. Um, minus a couple, as you say, booking decisions here and there, uh, but can still be, can still be a great tool. And if he's going to go with Austin Theory and he's going to put him on over, then let's go. Let's see how that works out. Uh, but the other side of the equation, John Cena was there to combat the bloodline and, uh, he did pick up the win with Kevin Owens. And, uh, I guess we continue to heat up when it comes to the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the dominoes are beginning to fall. You had you you had this match was supposed to end the Kevin Owens problem. The Kevin Owens problem is only getting bigger. <laughs> um, and this was the first match that Roman Reigns was involved in that resulted in a pinfall or submission. He true. wasn't pinned, but it was the first match that he his. That he was, that somebody on his team was pinned or submitted in the last three years. It's getting close to a loss. Not quite, but getting close. Um, and I don't know, yeah. As you say, it's making the Kevin Owens problem worse. Uh, nothing, no trigger was pulled. Uh, not yet. Of course not. It's not going to because <laughs> that wasn't the time for it. Mm hmm. My, I personally believe it's it's this Friday. I think that's when, if if the explosion doesn't happen, you will see the the writing on the wall mm-hmm. for it. Um, my I, this is probably my guess. They'll put Zayn versus Owens on Sunday on fr- uh, Friday, with the stipulation that if. Owens wins, he gets a shot at Roman. Gotcha. But Z- Zayn will probably have some sort of penalty of his own if he loses. Well, or they'll probably not even mention anything, and then when he does lose... <laughs> there will be punishment. Yeah, he will get kicked out of the bloodline. Um, and be beaten within an inch of his life. Unfortunately. Uh... Well, let's let's stay on SmackDown and stay on the Bloodline uh, for now. Solo Sokoa, he had a match against Sheamus, and uh, Drew McIntyre also came back to 
to sort of go face to face with the Enforcer. And we were seemingly to get the match, the title match that we were supposed to get a few weeks ago before an injury or uh, uh, costs screwed that up. Because mm-hmm. um, on Raw, it definitely looked like it was the Us- them going after the Usos. Yeah. Um. So, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anytime, anything that Drew and Sheamus do together, whether it's one-on-one opponents, tag team, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um. They will bring out the best in each other. And logically, two former world champions who have a ton of history together make sense on challenging the Usos and potentially beating them. They're not going to be the team that does it, but it's Mm -hmm. in your mind, it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Because it's not like it's just two random former champions being thrown together because we have nothing to do for them. These are two guys that grew up together, that broke into this building, business, and have accomplished things that they never dreamed of. Yeah, and, you know, they've been to the tippy top, uh, start to finish, threw it together. Um, As you say, if there wasn't this big bloodline piece going on at the moment, then, you know, the titles would probably be on these guys. They are one of the strongest competitors that the Usos will have to have gone up against. In all honesty, the team that probably will do it will be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah. We're just, it's just a matter of getting to WrestleMania for that one. Yeah, we can't have that one before WrestleMania. That's the, the big important one. Yep, the bloodline falls apart at WrestleMania is what I think the storyline will be. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we talked about the return of Drew McIntyre. That wasn't the only return we had on SmackDown. No, no, we had another important one. Uh, SmackDown Women's Division finally getting the injection it so requires. The Queen has returned. And immediately and got went, her crown. And went Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm referencing the WrestleMania 9 moment when he uh, talked Brett into letting him have a shot at Yokozuna after he lost to Yokozuna. Um, yeah, basically that happened with um, Raquel Rodriguez, who lost her match, against, a title match, against Ronda, and then out of nowhere comes Charlotte, who wants a shot at her title uh, rematch. Immediately gets it and immediately p- pins Ronda. Yeah, I-, I can't think of a better <laughs> recap than that. Uh, yeah, Raquel loses her shot and Charlotte picks up the title. Um, I-, I wouldn't have said this was what was going to happen last week. In fact, I don't think this is what we said was going to happen last week. Uh, but now we've got, you know, Ronda Rousey titleless, Shayna Baszler still running around, Raquel Rodriguez wanting shots at the title, Charlotte back at the mountaintop, the Royal Rumble coming up. A lot of different things for the SmackDown Women's Division. It's definitely heating up a lot more. Honestly, <coughs> the Women's Division is far better off with Charlotte Blair in it 
than her away from it. Yeah, I'm one of the people who complains about Charlotte, and, you know, I I can agree on that one. It at least means we get stories, things happen. Even if she's not in the title picture, which she usually is, but even when she's not, she does stuff. She has a story attached to her. She challenges people. And so we we now have something for the SmackDown women to go chase. Because there was very few, if anybody, that was realistically going that could match up with Rousey. Mm-hmm. Um, so having having the title transition back to Charlotte, I'm fine with. I mean, it is number fourteen. That's a lot of titles. Yeah, but overall, it it just means that we have more options. We can get an, a match with Liv versus Charlotte. And it'll be at least more believable than Liv versus Ronda. Because we say, didn't Liv beat Ronda like twice? <laughs> yeah, we said that, but that one of that was with Cash in after a match with, ironically, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> <laughs> and the other was just a roll-up win. That's true. Um, no definitive wins. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it, it, and Charlotte Flair just, she oozes stardom. And most people she works with looks better as a result. She, it's a apropos because she is his daughter. She's the Ric Flair of this generation for the women. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I, f- I find it kind of funny that you said one of the uh, the four horsewomen oozes stardom. Look, I could use that as a segue to talk about uh, what happened at Wrestle Kingdom, but uh, we are halfway, actually well over halfway through the show, and that means it is time to go into our entrance theme this week, and that is John Cena's classic Doctor of Thugonomics theme, and it's playing for you right about now. Word life. This is basic Thugonomics. This is big, basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Word life. This is basic, basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Whether fighting or spitting, my discipline is unforgiving. Got you backing up in a defensive position. An ass chicken anthem, heavyweight or bantam, holding camp for ransom. The microphone phantom. Teams hit the floor, it's the new fight joint. Like a broken needle, kid, you missing a point. We dominate your conference with offense, that's no nonsense. My theme song hits, kitchen reinforcements. We strike quick with hard kicks, ducking nice sticks, bare knuckle mitts, roof fight pits, beat you lifeless, never survive this. Get forgot like all timers, two faced rappers walk away with four shiners. The raw rhymer, turning legends to old timers. My incisors like a viper biting through your one liners. New dead man ink, and we about to make you famous. Taking over earth and still kicking in your anus. Word life, this is basic thugonomics. This is basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Word life. This is basic, basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm 
40. You ain't advancing up the process, potential for medical concepts or objects are foreign, like block tests, fonts and texts are complex, regardless of your finesse or your fitness, it's a condition of business, your lame vision of an underground physical image, underneath to undermine your whole typical image with the precision of percentages, in the collision of sentences. Poetry. And you're back for some round upon Freefim, Arafim, and MP. Uh, I'm Grady, he's Josh. Uh, let's, let's finish up with our WWE stuff before we, uh, see if we have a little bit of time to talk about other things. In fact, we're not even ready to get off of SmackDown because, uh, we got a little bit of Uncle Howdy to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got, uh, Howdy showed up again, um, and attacked, uh, Bray Wyatt. Um, it's pretty much all we got. We don't really know where the storyline's going. Yeah. Uh, well, LA Knight said it best. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is when it comes to Bray Wyatt. You're always going to have these weird, wacky stories that just seems to always follow him. Um, obviously, there most people believe it's Bowley Alice playing the poor character. It probably is. <laughs> um, but I just think it's such an interest. I, I think it is interesting just because they're portraying it as somebody who's fighting against Bray Wyatt and his wishes rather than as a part of a greater entity of Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I, it's it's confusing, right? Because we were originally talking about having, you know, the Wyatt Seven, all these alter egos. We showed all of his past characters, uh, and now we're just sort of sitting around. He's got one pops up, Uncle Howdy. And then, you know, is he with Wyatt? Is he against Wyatt? And you got so many questions about where exactly the storyline's going to go. And I think with any sort of Wyatt storyline predictions are near impossible you kind of just got to let them happen yeah i mean who saw bray wyatt getting set on fire (laughs) uh that definitely wasn't on my bingo card for 2021 no (laughs) um i think this will be an interesting match that wyatt and la knight will have i think it will also to some degree showcase L.A. Knight. Um, especially since this is really his first most noteworthy match since the whole Mel, Maxim Mel model debacle. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously will not be the former uni- Universal Champion. Um, but not I cleanly, think it'll, for sure. Yeah. Um, if he does beat it, it will be because of Uncle Howdy. Um, Personally, I think he should lose the match and then be assimilated into the the Wyatt Six or whatever you want to call the group. Uh, maybe be kidnapped by Uncle Howdy and become part of their group. Why not, right? Look, I can't argue against anything in this Wyatt world. Uh, whatever happens, happens. Uh, over on to NXT... The impossible happened. I am as shocked as anybody, but Isla Dawn and Alba Fire had their match, and there was no debuts in the middle of it. 
Yeah, no, no debut, no interference. It was just an ordinary match. I'm um, so shocked. Uh, it was a good match too. Not going to put it that way. It was just you know after everything that they'd done, it was so expected that something was going to happen. Um, and instead we just got the two women beating the ever-loving tar out of each other and Alba Fire coming out on top as we had, uh, kind of hoped. And it definitely showed a darker side to Alba Fire. Um, whether it changes her character a little bit, um, or even results in something crazy like a tag team with Iladon. <laughs> Best um, of seven. Best of seven. <laughs> I, this should be the end of the, the rivalry here because i i don't think you can get any bigger than at least in nxt than a strong stipulation match like i um like this one uh extreme rules mm-hmm. um so i think this is the period on that statement and then they will go their either go their separate ways and do other things or that that tag team thing I mentioned. <laughs> There's always because, a chance. Yep. Mutual respect or something like that. Yeah. And uh, staying on NXT at the moment, New Year's Evil, not going to be a triple threat at the moment. It's going to be Tony D'Angelo and Dijak. One on one next week. Huh. It'll be fine. Um, I, I think I'd rather have that, honestly. Um, I know all those storylines and everything was built, has been built to this point with, um, Dijak constantly standing outside of D'Angelo's matches, making it known he wants Wesley's title. <laughs> They're just um, kind of getting in each other's way. Yeah. So yeah, it's it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting match. It's very likely that it could end in a no contest or something, and it does result in a triple threat because we do have uh, Vengeance Day coming up pretty quickly after that too. Yeah. Um. So we'll have to see how that match plays out next week. But I'm I'm all for DiJack winning that match mm-hmm. and facing Wesley because I think that will be a phenomenal match. I think. I think D'Angelo and Wesley will be a would be a good match, but it's a match we just saw like three weeks ago. Um, so yeah, I want DiJack versus Wesley if we're going singles match route. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I'm a big fan of DiJack, so anything that we we're gonna see from this guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna like. I'm gonna think is great. Um, as you say, I think he picks up the win over Tony D'Angelo. Um, if that leads to a title match, hate, let's see it. Um, I, I, I see good things in his future. He did quite well under the previous time he was down in NXT. I think we might see a bit of a return to form for him, uh, now that he's back down here again. Uh, also next week, the, uh, on New Year's Evil, we have the NXT Championship on the line. Braun Breaker will be defending it against your boy, Grayson Waller, uh, want to give you a chance to say that Grayson might win here. It's of all thing of every opponent Braun Breaker has had this point has been I could see it happening, but I don't think it is the time. I think it's the time. 
I think Grayson Waller is the guy. Um, I think this is going to be um, a phenomenal match. And I think Grayson Waller pulls it off and walks out with the title. I think you're crazy, but I'll give you a space to talk. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's just gotten into that situation now where I keep betting against Braun Breaker. He keeps showing me that he can win, and uh, now I can't bet against him. I gotta stick with him all the way until the end. Uh, his reign's been long. His reign's been great. You know, if we exclude the piece of Dolph Ziggler in the middle, he's pretty much had it all for 2022. Uh, Grayson Waller, great talent though. Um, amazing heel work. If it is going to be someone, why not be the Miz 2.0? Yeah, and this this match is is Waller's chance to stamp himself as a solidified star in NXT. Whether he wins or not, that's regardless. That that is his goal is to become a guy that we consider main refs Boster bound at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, I love Grayson Waller's character. I think he is the phenomenal chicken s heel <laughs> in uh in NXT. Um, so I, I I do think if you are going to put the title off of Breaker, it needs to be somebody of the caliber of a Waller, Carmella Hayes. Or Joe Gacy. Mm-hmm. It needs to be one of those three guys. Because they are your next guy up. Especially Hayes. Yeah, if if Breaker retains, it definitely means that, that, that Kamal Hayes is the guy tabbed as the next guy. Well, we'll have to see which uh, happens at New Year's Evil. We know in the, I'm just going to quickly squeeze this one in. We know in the tag team division for NXT, uh, the New Day picked up the titles. They're still feuding with Pretty Deadly. They got to go through a gauntlet match at New Year's Evil, but that's not the part I want to talk about. Your boy, we're just talking about a lot of your boys today. Uh, your boy Joe Gacy got to go one on one with Kofi Kingston. Yeah, it was a fairly good match. Um, obviously, um, Obviously, it's a it's a more about teaching guys like Gacy um, as they're coming up the ladder, and I think we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. Schism as a tag team was mm-hmm. beginning to work. This could be a uh, a a step towards them actually going for the titles. At some point. And I could see Schism maybe being the team that takes it off of Kofi and Xavier. Maybe in a couple of events. I'm thinking maybe the WrestleMania tied in takeover. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, that was all I managed to slide in because we are out of time this week. Uh, we hope to get to some more stuff next week. It's been great talking to you. 
Maybe. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling rnd up, or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling rnd up, or our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling rnd up. And we will see you next week. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.